Good morning, Nachum. Good have Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Achremos. According to the Chinuch, Parshas Achremos contains 28 mitzvos, two positive mitzvos, and 26 restrictions. Primarily, the list of the Arayos, the prohibited sexual and immoral relationships that the Torah speaks of at the end of the parsha, that which we read as well on Yom Kippur in the afternoon. Interestingly, the first part of the parsha deals with Avodas Yom HaKippurim. I'd like to share with you this morning an exciting insight and understanding of the Gra, the Vilna Gaon, and this is found in Perek Yudches Pasuk Hei, chapter 18, Pasuk 5. I'd be honored if you brought the Chumash to the table tonight or tomorrow and look at the Pasuk and I ask you, how would you understand the Pasuk? And I want to show you the different ways that the Pasuk can be understood. The truth of the matter is that while we still have the taste of matzah in our mouths, I'd like to share with you this exciting teaching of the Vilna Gaon as found in the Sefer Aderes Eliyahu on Parshas Achrimos. In Vayikra 18.5, we're taught, Ushmartim es chukosai v'es mishpatai, you shall observe my decrees and my laws, asher yaseh osam ha'adam, which man shall carry out, and v'chai bohem, by which he shall live, Ani Hashem, I am Hashem. Okay, now, how is this to be understood when the Torah says, V'chai Bohem, by which man shall live? So, interestingly, both Rashi and Targum Unculus understand the term V'chai Bohem to refer to not this world, but to the world to come. And the Torah, according to them, is assuring and promising reward in the next world. The Gemara in Yuma, Pehei Amebez 85b, in providing sources for the law that says that saving a life overrides the Shabbos, where does this come from? It teaches that after submitting several possibilities, Shmuel points to our verse, this one here, and says that this Pasuk of Achai Bohem, this is the primary source that mitzvos are to be lived, and therefore, except for the three cardinal sins of idolatry, adultery, and murder, 
all the laws of the Torah are suspended to save life. And thus, in keeping with this understanding that the verse is referring to life here and now, the Gra teaches that mitzvos are the source of life for the Jew. V'chai bohem. Just as we are taught regarding matzah, that the Zohar in Parshas Titzaveh 183b calls matzah michla de'av de'asvasa, the bread of elixir, meaning it is a form of medicine and healing, and michla dimhem nusa, bread of faith. And I really believe that that last expression of bread of faith may be taken literally, that in addition to the flour and water, one of the benefits of ingesting matzah is vitamin F, vitamin faith. It helps the Jew believe. And therefore, when various crises occur throughout the year, the injection of vitamin F assists the Jew in responding with faith. Similarly, the Gra teaches, inherent in all mitzvos is a spiritual reservoir that enriches the soul. This is true not only in regard to positive mitzvos, but as the Gemara in Kedushin, Lametes Amabes 39b teaches that if one withstood and did not violate a negative commandment, it is reckoned on high as if he did a positive mitzvah. However, while this understanding of the hidden treasures found in the mitzvos might be an attractive and alluring factor to observe the mitzvos and thereby enrich one's soul, it is for this reason that the apostle concludes, Ani Hashem, I am Hashem, to teach that the ideal performance of the mitzvos is for His sake and not for one's personal enrichment. And indeed, this is how the Gra understands Birkas HaMitzvos. First, we acknowledge in each bracha that we recite, Asher Kitshanu B'Mitzvosav. What does that mean? That He, Hashem, has sanctified us with His commandments, which in of itself is an incredible commitment of Hashem to the Jewish people. And perhaps this by itself would be sufficient motivation for a person to perform a mitzvah, namely to derive the personal, spiritual elevation and closeness to Hashem. Therefore, the bracha continues, Vitzivanu, and he commanded us regarding that particular mitzvah, teaching that ultimately we're to for, we are to perform the mitzvah because he, Hashem, ordained the performance of that mitzvah. The highest form 
of service is to focus on serving the master who orders the mitzvah rather than what and how the mitzvah benefits and enriches the one who is performing the mitzvah. Thus, performance of mitzvahs provides a double benefit. It nourishes and enriches one's body and soul and allows for a personal service and relationship with Hashem. Interestingly, the Gra similarly teaches that this is true in the realm of the violation of transgressions. As the mitzvos maintain and nourish the individual, so too, in a natural way, Averos sins cause a degeneration and atrophy of the soul. And just as in the natural world, if one ingests poison, the deadly effect is not a punishment, but a natural consequence of one's actions, so too the negative action has a deteriorating effect on the soul. And this is all too familiar to us regarding the effect of non-kosher food on one's neshama. As the Torah teaches in Parshas Shmini, Vayikra, chapter Yud Aleph, Pasuk Mem Gimel, 1143, the Torah says, lest if one eat forbidden foods, vinitmesem, literally understood, it means you will become defiled. However, the spelling of the word leads our rabbis in the Gemara Yuma, Lamitesamadalev 39a as vinitamtem, which means that the non kosher food will dull and weaken the soul. And this is true regarding all the negative commandments of the Torah. And interesting, the Gra draws this conclusion from his sharp analysis of the effect of Adam's sin. Hashem advised Adam in chapter 2 of Bereshis to eat of all the fruits in the Garden of Eden. And interestingly notes the Meshachachma that had he eaten from those fruits first, it could have fortified him to withstand the temptation of eating from the forbidden fruit. Hashem warned him that were he to eat from the tree of knowledge, he would die, understood by the Ramban as becoming mortal. Thus, when he does eat, why, asks the Gra, is his punishment to work the land with great difficulty, that the land should yield thorns and thistles to gain his bread by the sweat of his brow. His punishment should have been, now you are mortal. And the answer is, as stated above, man's becoming mortal was not the punishment. It was the natural consequence of eating from 
the forbidden tree. Hashem said, on the day you eat, you die. That is now a natural characteristic inherent within the tree. However, in addition, Adam deserved to be punished for not listening to Hashem. And that punishment consisted of the above listed curses. And thus, V'chai Bohem teaches that the observance of mitzvos is endowed with spiritual vitality, while the effect of Averos is decay and atrophy of the soul. However, once again, the verse ends with the sublime admonition of Ani Hashem, don't do mitzvos primarily to build yourself and your character. Ideally, do the mitzvos to serve Hashem. Having begun with V'chai Bahem and the obligation to sustain life, I'd like to close by remembering the Kedoshim of the Shoah, who, if they could trade with Gentile prisoners their ration of bread for soup, many of them did so, so as to not violate eating chametz on Pesach. Those who had to eat chametz to fulfill v'chai bohem, I want you to listen to the emotional anguish that accompanied their eating of chametz on Pesach by the prayer composed by the rabbis in Bergen-Belsen that they said this tefillah should be recited prior to their eating of chametz. And if you note the language, you'll see that it has that familiar ring of Hinnani, Muchan, Umezuman that many recite on the night of Pesach prior to the observance of mitzvos. Here we have the following. Avinu Shabbat Shamayim, and I read the translation thereof. Our Father in heaven, it is known and revealed before thee that it is our will to do your will and to observe the holiday of Pesach through the eating of matzah and by not violating the prohibition of chametz. For this, our hearts are grieved that our enslavement prevents us and we are in danger of our lives. Behold then, Hineni Muchan Umizuman, we are prepared and ready to fulfill your commandment of Vachai Bohem. You shall live by them and not die by them, and to carefully heed the warning of Ushmartem Maod Lenafshosechem. Take therefore good heed and guard your life very much. Therefore, it is our prayer unto you that you, Hashem, keep us alive and preserve us and redeem us speedily so that we may observe your statutes 
and do your will and serve you with a perfect heart, to which they recited, Amen. May their fulfillment of a Chaibohem under the most extreme and challenging conditions inspire us to fulfill and appreciate Fachai Bohem in happiness and excitement leading up to Ani Hashem. Shabbat Shalom to all.